Hey there, friend. Welcome to the Boutique Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra Stockland. A former boutique owner myself, I love nothing more than chatting with you about all things boutique business. Each week, I'll tackle a new business concept and help break it down into bite-sized, actionable steps that will give you the confidence to build a profitable business. Now, let's get started. So we're going to be talking today about inventory money makeover. What goes into ensuring that we have cash in our businesses to support ourselves, to give ourselves a paycheck and to sustain growth, to help us scale. Um, and I'm going to show you today how everything is tied back to your inventory. So your cash or lack thereof right now, your paycheck or lack thereof, it's all stems from inventory management. And we're going to be walking through that today. Okay. So drop a comment. Let me know where you are from. We have some people here from Illinois, Georgia, North Dakota. Love, love. Drop a comment. Let me know. Um, and I have a couple winners to announce while you guys are doing that. Um, a couple more winners from last week's comments to win. And we were just sharing. I was asking questions. You guys were commenting. Um, Emily drew some more winners for me. So Jordan Yates and Ashley Donnell, you guys are both winners of a special treat from Starbucks. You can get whatever you want. If you can connect with Emily, DM her your email address. I will be sending out those electronic gift cards to you too, to Jordan Yates and Ashley Donald, as well as everyone that I announced last week. I'll get those all sent out here um, when we wrap up the masterclass. Super excited about that. Okay, here's a special guest that I wanna tell you about tomorrow. We're gonna be talking about debt. So today, one of the tasks that you will have here as you tune into Masterclass is to be completely honest with me and completely honest with yourself, okay? Completely honest with me and yourself, which means we're not gonna sugarcoat things. I'm not gonna sugarcoat them for you. I don't want you sugarcoating things for yourself. If we really wanna get to the bottom of where your cash is, where your money is or is not, we have to be completely honest. So when I do a consult call with a potential new coaching client, which I love doing those consult calls and just learning about your business, one of the things that I most often mention, um, if the conversation allows, is that I need you to be completely honest with me. So as your coach, I don't want to be the person that you hide things from. I don't wanna be the person that you are nervous to go all in with or that you try to you know, shove your mess under the rug or you know, leave bits and pieces out because you're embarrassed. As your coach, I'm here to tell you the truth, to be direct and honest, and then to offer you a solution. And most often, the easiest way for me to offer you a solution is for me to see the entire picture or the whole story. So a lot of you here may have business debt. And I'd love for you to drop in the comments just a cute little emoji, maybe a little money bag emoji or a little scared face emoji. Um, drop an emoji if you currently have business debt or you are thinking about taking on business debt. Okay, I want you to drop that in the, in the comments here. Now, I will tell you, I do not think debt is bad. Really, not much is bad. It's how we use it, how we think about it, what we do with it that can create situations of stress and overwhelm for us. The same thing follows through with debt. 
And tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central here in the group, I'm gonna bring in one of my current coaching clients. She's a member of the Boutique Workshop and she is an accelerator. We've been working together for, I don't know how many, probably about six months in the accelerator, not quite that long. She sent me an email a couple weeks ago that she is completely debt free. And I was like, oh my goodness, girl, I need to know what is going on. So we jumped on a call and she was able to share with me how in less than a year she went from complete overwhelm, so much stress, literally looking for part-time and full-time jobs to being completely debt-free. And a lot of it is what she has done and a small bit of it is what we're gonna learn today. So I wanna invite you to join me again um, here tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Central. We're gonna be live. Jackie and I are gonna be talking about her story and how she became completely debt-free and what she's doing with that. So as you think about that today, I want you to start to get excited and be inspired that you can be Jackie, okay? It doesn't matter if you're small business, big business, how long you've been in business, we all have bits of overwhelm. We all go through extreme valleys. Some of us have found ourselves in that valley, that drudgery for a really long time. You can become Jackie with the principles that we're gonna walk through and teach through today. Okay, so I want you to grab your workbooks and um, love the little emojis you're throwing in there. Love it, yes, yes, love that. Hello, hello, hi, Kelsey. Hey, 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 Larry, hi, Jennifer. Andrea's here. Love chatting with you today. Okay, so grab your workbooks. We're gonna dig in. We're gonna start talking about inventory and how it relates to your money and how together that inventory money makeover can truly happen. Okay, so if you have your workbooks, this is the page you're gonna turn to. I wanna share a little bit about my story. So I'm a former boutique owner myself, and I completely know how stressful it can be to own and operate your business. So even though I no longer have a retail business, no longer have brick and mortar, I still have a business. I know how stressful it can be without the proper tools, systems, processes, and community it can be to own your own business. I have been exactly where you are at. It doesn't matter if you're a million dollar business or if you're making $100 a week, I have been where you are at. I know what it's like to be up all night. I know what it's like to not know where to go get answers. I know what it's like to look to, to hire people, to not know what to do with my inventory, to have no idea what's going on that's wrong, how I keep striving and I'm on this hamster wheel and I'm never getting ahead. And I know what it's like to finally understand what's important, to know how to manage my inventory and my cash. I know what it's like to not have a paycheck while I'm paying everybody else. And I know what it's like to have a consistent paycheck and feel valued and loved by my business. And that's what I wanna share with you today. So this is why I have created the workshop method, part of which we're gonna go over today. I wanna give you some bite-sized actionable steps that you can take and implement in your business today. So I'm the founder of the Boutique Workshop. I started my first retail business in 2006. Um, I sold the brand a few years ago and I am just coaching now, but I love to say that I have taken the 15 plus years of experience in small business ownership and I've packed it into not just this masterclass, but a four week quick start that we're going to be talking about where you can take what you're going to learn today and you can implement it. And I want to give you this little tidbit before we dive in. I want to tell you that what you're gonna hear in the next 40 minutes or so is going to be so, so valuable. For a lot of you, this will be the first time you've heard some of these principles and it is going to blow you away. 
but I don't want you to stop there. And while the masterclass is valuable, what we're gonna talk about at the end of the masterclass is going to be even more valuable. And I'm really excited about sharing that with you. Okay, so diving in, let's talk about intentionality, why it's so important to be intentional. What does intentional mean? If you look up intentional in the dictionary, which just saying, not many of us look up anything in the dictionary, actually raise your hand and tell me, if you have a dictionary in your house, do you have an old fashioned Webster's dictionary in your house? Like I know that I do. I would raise my, you know, little emoji hand and say, I do. I don't know where it's at. It's buried deep in a box because we Google everything now, don't we? Right. Everything is super easy and quick right at our fingertips. So if you were to look it up in the dictionary or you were to Google it, intentional means to be done on purpose, to be deliberate. Okay. To be done on purpose, to be deliberate. So what I want to challenge you with today is that we're not only going to come up with a plan to make over our money and to see how inventory arrives, you know, and, and plays into that part um, or into that role, but we're also going to talk about executing on that plan because while planning is phenomenal and needed in our business, executing is even more important. Okay. Key thought Number one thing I want you to write down, it's not in your workbook, so I want you to write it down. I'll say it nice and slow. While planning is important and necessary in our business, executing on that plan is even more important. Let me give you an example. We can all plan, every single one of us here, we can, and in fact, we probably have planned to get up at, let's say, 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. In fact, we can even set our alarm to get up at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. However, planning to get up at 6 a.m. and actually getting up at 6 a.m. are two completely different things, okay? Can I get an amen? And yes, I completely agree with you, Sierra, right? We can plan to get up at 6 a.m. We can even set our alarm. In other words, we can either, you know, put some action into that plan, write it down, make an effort, but getting up at 6 a.m., actually executing on that is completely different. And that is a key to what we are going to discover today. I'm going to give you a plan, but I'm going to also tell you how to execute on it because I don't want to give you more information that you can print off and file away and leave thinking, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to make a difference. Today is going to be the day, but not give you the way in which to execute on that plan. So we're going to talk through all of that today. All right, so if you turn the page, I want you to write something in here for me. There's a little paragraph spot here. In fact, I wrote my notes of what I would say if this was my business. What am I willing to do today to change how I will forever feel? Okay, I want you to write this down. What are you willing to do today to change how you forever feel? Are you willing to go all in? Are you willing to go 100%? Because if you are here, I know you have pain. Okay, that pain might be you keep borrowing from your personal savings account. That pain might be you have no idea where all the cash is going. That pain might be a spouse or a friend or a family member who has to keep borrowing, borrowing <laughs> loaning you, loaning you money. You keep borrowing from them and you're tired of asking. That pain might be that while you're making millions of dollars in your business, you are not paying yourself and you are bitter and angry against your business, okay? We all have pain or you would not be here. So what are you willing to do today? I want you to write this down. And maybe you don't even know the extremes to which you're willing to go, but any thoughts that come to mind? What am I willing to do today to change forever how I will feel? 
So I wanna, I wanna give you this thought and then I promise we're gonna get into some money concepts and some inventory makeover concepts. But I wanna give you this thought to start out. Most people do not have the courage to put themselves in a position where they feel uncomfortable. So you've already taken the first step today because you're here on the masterclass. You're uncomfortable. You've probably already been uncomfortable for one or two seconds here. And my job as a coach is to push you into that feeling of being uncomfortable because when we are willing to become uncomfortable, when there is some friction happening, that is when true growth can also happen. If we are only willing to sit back and, and kind of fall into the status quo and do things the way that we've always done them, when we are not willing to see that friction happen, we can't push ourselves to greatness. So today, I want you to think about the fact that while this content is valuable, what we're gonna talk about doing with it, the execution is more valuable because it's gonna push you into the realm of being uncomfortable, into feeling that friction, but from that friction comes growth. Okay, there's gonna be four questions that I'm gonna keep asking as we move through each concept. We're gonna be talking about goal setting, we're gonna be talking about inventory, and we're gonna be talking about cash. Those three things all merge together to create this money makeover that we truly wanna see, right? Inventory, excuse me, goal setting, inventory, and cash. Those three things. With each of those, I'm gonna have four questions that I'm gonna to pose to you. So let me flip my page here. I want to um, go over those questions and you're gonna see those come through time and time again here in the worksheets. The first is going to be, how do I do it, okay? Where does it come from? How do I break it down? And how will this affect me? Okay, these are gonna be the four questions that we're gonna go over time and time again today as we go through each one of our concepts. How do I do it? Okay, where do I start? How do I do it? What matters? How do I break it down? And what do I do with it today? And how will it affect me? Okay, so you're gonna see those questions come through. So let's flip the page. Let's go ahead and dig in and start talking about our inventory money makeover here as a group. Mind-blowing thought number one. You can see that I put that up at the page, the front of the page, I'm so excited. I'm like, this is gonna be mind-blowing. It really, truly is. Mind-blowing thought number one, what will a budget do for you? So we need to talk about goal setting, we need to talk about what we've got going on in our business today, and then a plan and how to execute that. So first of all, a boutique budget is going to set a goal. Your expenses dictate your initial goal. We're gonna talk about breaking that down and why goal setting is super important to making over our money and seeing how inventory plays into this, okay? A goal or a budget shows us where we stand today. Really important to understand where we are today. As we think of these four questions and we move through these with each of our concepts, we need to be thinking about where am I today? Taking that internal dive, that, that close look at where we are today. And this is where that honesty piece comes back in that we talked about at the very beginning where I said, I want you to be completely honest with me. As a client, I want you to be completely honest with me as your coach so that I can truly tell you where we can start from, what you are missing and where we need to go. And then this budget idea will help us put a plan in place. So let's start by talking about setting goals. Okay, I want you to flip to the page. Mind-blowing thought number one, let's talk about goal setting. So I know that goals feel scary. I'm just gonna say that. Maybe even a little unrealistic, but did you know that understanding what and when to buy all starts with setting a goal? 
this is something that I really didn't even truly understand until I started building this boutique workshop method. I knew it intellectually, but putting it down on paper and helping my clients execute, I could really see that, you know what, the root of it all starts with goal setting. It truly starts with goal setting. So I want you to drop a comment and let me know if you love setting goals, and I'm talking about money goals, so not personal goals, not goals of where you wanna be or what you wanna purchase or what kind of person you wanna become. I'm talking about money goals, okay? We're talking about money here, making over our money today. So I want you to drop in the comments and let me know, are you someone that loves setting goals? Are you someone that shies away from setting goals? Are you someone that is getting better and better at setting goals? Are you someone that has no idea to where, where to even start? Okay, it doesn't matter what camp you're in or what comment you drop for me, we're all going to learn from this goal setting. So did you know that making over your money and knowing what to do with your inventory, how much to buy, when to buy it, and what to buy, it all starts with goal setting. So you'll see that I do not have my whiteboard behind me. My whiteboard is what I use inside the boutique workshop to teach and to spell out and to work through problems. There's a formula that we work through a lot in the boutique workshop and I do it on the whiteboard. It's our open to buy formula. So this formula says we take our sales goal plus how much inventory we wanna keep on hand minus what we're starting with and that formula truly tells us what to go out and buy. Now if you look at that formula and if you were to look up open to buy formula and if you were to Google it, right? Cause we don't use the dictionary anymore and it probably wouldn't be in there anyway, but if you were to Google it and you Googled open to buy, the most simple open to buy formula is going to start with our sales goal. Okay, so let's see what you guys say. I have no idea what realistic for me, love it. And that is totally Amanda. That is the camp that 99% of the clients that I work with start with when they come to me, even big, big businesses. I, it's so exciting to see a business that you know comes in and they're like, hey, I've been in business for a long time. Um, I'm making money, I'm doing stuff, I'm moving and grooving, but I have no idea what to buy and I still kind of buy off my gut. And we start with goals and it's amazing to see the transformation. Goals, very important. Execution is the problem, yes. So we're gonna talk about that, Susie, like how we take our goal and break that down. Part of execution comes from simplifying everything. And that's why that's part of our four, one of our four questions, how do I break it down? I need to learn more realistic goal setting, love it. So setting goals, really important, but it may feel scary or unrealistic. However, goal setting is the number one step to knowing how to manage inventory, in other words, what to buy, when to buy, and, and how to buy it, and managing our money. So how do I set a goal? First of all, it's important to understand your need. Setting goals, I want you guys to write this down, setting goals is not fraudulent, it's not phony, and you can, in fact, should set a goal for your business. A monetary goal that you, you know, choose to and work towards meeting every single month, every single week, every single day. We're breaking it down, okay? How do I set a goal? We start by understanding our need. Where does this goal come from? Where does the need and understanding the need, where does it come from? It comes from our break even. So if you guys hang out with me for a while, if you coach with me, you know I'm all about the formula. And why is that, okay? Why am I all about the formula? Because data, is honest with us. We need to be honest with ourselves. You need to be honest with me, honest with the community on where you stand today. And data pushes us towards honesty. 
okay? If we rely only on our gut to make decisions, only on our gut to set our goals, that's where we get this feeling of like, I'm a fraud, I'm a phony, like how would I really know what to set? I have no idea, this is a brand new business for me. I've been in business for years and I've never set a goal. Who am I to start setting a goal today? These are things that I hear a lot. When we have a formula, when we have data to drive our decision-making, we, we remove those emotional pieces from the way that we manage our business. So for those of you who are like, I have no idea how to set a goal, this formula fixes it. For those of you who say, I have no idea how to set a goal and keep to it, our formula helps fix it, the data helps fix it. So figuring out your break-even is going to be the number one piece of information that you will need in order to set a goal. So how do you break even? Well, there's a formula for that. As I just mentioned, we'll whiteboard it out over in the boutique workshop. You can Google this if you'd like. You can take a look and say, what is the formula to figure out my break-even in retail, in an inventory-based business, and you will find that formula. Again, it's a super simple formula that takes the cost of your current business plus the margin or what you're running at with your inventory margin, your gross margin, right? So what you're buying at and selling at, and then it shows you what your break-even is. So a break-even just means what do I need to make today in order to pay every single bill and pay for the inventory, right? Because we're inventory-based businesses and leave me at a zero dollar, okay? So I'm not gonna make money, but I'm not gonna lose money. I wanna give you this little side note, something to think about. This is another aha moment for all of you. If you're finding that you are selling like crazy and you're never seeing cash in your bank account, I just had a $10,000 weekend and oh my goodness, it's Wednesday and it's all gone. I don't know where that money is going. Okay, raise your hand if that's you. I know that give me a little thumbs up or a little heart if that's you. If you're constantly selling and you're not seeing any cash in your bank account, most often you are not understanding what your break even truly is, what your margin really is or should be, and debt can play into that a bit as well. So tomorrow on our conversation with Jackie where we talk about debt, we're gonna talk about what do you do with all the cash you have once your debt is paid off, right? So those pieces factor in. So how do I set a goal? You understand your need. How do I know my need? By understanding your break even. What are you really running at in your business today? What does your business truly cost you to operate? How do I break it down? This is our third, third question of four, okay? Our third question, we always ask, how do I break it down? You're gonna start big and you're gonna go small and smaller and smaller, okay? So we have our overarching goal. So when I set goals, I love to look for the first time at a month, okay? A month snapshot. When you come in and we start working together, we start coaching together, we figure out your break even, what do we need to do for a month? And why do we look at a month? Because typically you have rent once a month, you have payroll once or twice a month, maybe weekly, but most often once or twice a month. A lot of our expenses happen monthly. So if we can set our goal for the month and then we can build our money makeover and our inventory management for a month at a time, that's gonna give us a really clear picture that we can then take and break down. So I want you to look at this for a month at a time. What is my break even? What's my need, my break even, and how do I break that sales goal down? Now I have my sales goal, I'm gonna break it down into smaller chunks, which means what? Week at a time, 
day at a time, even down to the hour. So in my business, in my boutique business, we had a customer um, sheet that we, I always counted customers, brick and mortar. Um, so when people would walk in, I would hand tally them. One person in, two people in, three people in, and how many purchased, right? And whenever I was making decisions where I wanted them to be data-based, not gut-based, not just, I think, I feel, this person tells me, I hear all the time, but I'm gonna really base this off of information and data, I would collect that data all the way down to the hour. So we would we would create a customer count sheet that we'd have at our at our counter very inconspicuous no one knew we were counting them like we weren't obnoxious about it but we would just tally every person that came in by the hour so from 10 to 11 a.m from 11 to noon from noon to one or two hours at a time from 10 to noon from noon to two so we could really see how many customers were coming in in each block of time then we could set our goal for that block of time as well so you can set a monthly goal and break it down to weekly daily and even to the hour if that's what you choose so then how does this goal affect my inventory? So you're gonna see as we move our way through now, the three mind-blowing thoughts that we have. Number one, setting a goal is integral to managing your inventory and to ultimately having cash. How does our goal then move into your inventory management? So your big budget starts with your sales goal, or excuse me, your buying budget starts with your sales goal. So in order to buy correctly, you have to have a sales goal. This might be something you guys have never thought of, okay? You think, well, in order to buy correctly, don't I just need to know who my customer is or how much inventory I should have in my store or how big my store is? No, in order to buy correctly, you have to have a goal set on how much you're going to sell. Okay, if we don't have a sales goal in place, we can never truly create a buying budget that will serve us. And if we don't have a buying budget that serves us, we will always be cash poor. Okay, I want you to write that down. I'm gonna say it again, nice and slow. If you truly want to understand your inventory, you have to have a sales goal in place. If you don't have a sales goal in place, you cannot create an inventory buying budget. And if you don't have a buying budget, you will always be cash poor. And why is this? Because we will never know how much to purchase. We will never know what to purchase, what the purpose of those purchases are. We're gonna keep going day by day, month by month, hour by hour, buying on a whim instead of buying on data. Okay, so number one, setting a sales goal. Mind-blowing thought number two, let's start talking about your inventory. Okay, let's start talking about your inventory. So I want you to think about this. Some of you guys have heard me say it a million times. I talk about it on the podcast all the time. I talk about it in the boutique workshop with my clients. And you know, Emily's made me beautiful cards in Canva, you know, that we send out. Inventory is what? It's cash on hangers and cash in boxes. If you are cash poor, if you cannot pay yourself, if you don't know where all your money's going, it means you are most likely not managing your inventory correctly. And managing your inventory doesn't just mean touching it, hanging it up, steaming it, merchandising it. Managing your inventory means buying correctly, marking it down correctly, understanding how to mark it up correctly, all of these pieces come to play when it comes um, to inventory management. So inventory, cash on hangers, cash in boxes. Start keeping track of your cash, okay? I want you to stop 
being in that mindset of, I'm just gonna look at what I've got in my cash account, I'm gonna look at my bank account, I'm gonna dial it up, or I'm gonna dial in on my phone and take a look, and oh my goodness, I have cash, or oh my goodness, I don't have cash. I want you to start thinking about your cash when it comes to inventory. I want you to focus on your inventory and what's happening with your inventory instead of what's just happening in your bank account. Okay, how many here being completely honest with me and completely honest with yourself, manage your business from your bank account today? Okay, I wanna know who, tell me who manages, I'm waiting for the comments, who manages their business from their bank account today? Which means Monday morning, I'm gonna dial in, or I'm gonna dial in and I'm gonna take a look, how much cash do I have in my bank account? Oh my goodness, I have so much cash, therefore I'm gonna do X, Y, Z. Oh my goodness, I have no cash, therefore I'm going to freak out and make sure I show up for the Money Makeover Masterclass because I need help, right? How many of us manage our business from our bank account? Now there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, we're gonna talk about Profit First really has us manage a bit from our bank account, but what we're missing is this big picture of managing our inventory first, okay? We have to realize that our inventory is our cash. We are inventory-based businesses, we are retailers, we are boutique owners. Our biggest asset is our inventory. Our inventory is where our cash sits. And when we can get really good at buying right, at marking up well, at marking down when it's necessary, we start to manage our cash and we become the drivers in our business. We drive our business instead of our, our business driving us, okay? So, four questions again, let's talk about it. How do I start, okay? How do I start? First of all, you're gonna start by recording what you own today. Here's a couple practical steps for you. If you are not currently entering your inventory with cost, I want you to start recording that cost today, which means if you get a box of inventory and it delivers to your doorstep when you're off of this masterclass, the first thing you're gonna do when you receive that inventory is you're gonna start to receive it with the cost. We cannot truly count our cash if we don't know the denomination of it, right? Let's say you have um, lots of, I'm gonna say dollar bills, right? Because majority of you are here in the U US, so we have a lot of dollar bills but they're all folded over and they're kind of folded in half or you know scrunched together so we really can't see like the denominations we don't know if they're $5 bills, $1 bills, $100 bills, $20 bills, we have no idea. And we have this big basket or this big box and it's full of all this crunched up money. We can look at that and be like, "Oh my goodness, I am so wealthy, right? I have so many dollar bills in that box." And then we start to unfold them and we find $1, $1, $1. And while we may have 500 $1 bills in that box, which we would all love to have that and, and find that, right? Um, that's not gonna be worth as much as if we were to start to unfold them and see 20, 100, 20, five, 10, right? We could have the same box that's worth a lot less or a lot more and we have no idea if we haven't recorded it, if we can't see the denominations. So starting today, your actionable step is going to be to start recording your inventory with its cost. That means when you bring your inventory in and you put it in your point of sale system, you're not gonna just enter how much you're going to sell it for, you're also going to enter how much it costs you. So that's how you start today. What, um, what inventory numbers matter? So what matters? What does it matter and how does it matter? 
buying it for and selling it for the difference is why it matters. What does this mean? This means this beautiful shirt that we all love, if it costs us $5 and I sell it for 10, but I don't have a sales goal and I don't understand my break even, that difference of $5 may not be enough to pay me. Okay, and this is where you guys may be falling short in paying yourself and in having cash in your bank account. Again, if I buy this shirt for five and I sell it for 10 and I think, oh my goodness, that's awesome. I have $5, like I made $5, I did so well, I never had to mark it down, but I don't realize that it actually cost me $7 to run my business, I'm now $2 in the hole and I have no money to pay myself. If I don't understand that maybe it cost me $12 to run my business, I now have no money to even reinvest in inventory and I'll find myself getting lower and lower on inventory, which means lower and lower on cash. It matters what you buy it for and what you sell it for, but you don't know what you need to do if you don't have your goal set, if you don't understand your break even. Okay, how do you break it down? Start big and go small. So I want you to think about this um, just from an inventory standpoint, okay? So we understand we need to know our break even, how much does it truly cost to run our business? Then from that, we're going to set our sales goal. So I know it costs me $10,000 a month to run my business. So my sales goal is going to be $20,000 a month, okay? My sales goal is gonna be 20,000. My margin is running at 50. So I know my break even is going to be at you know, $20,000 and $10,000 is what my inventory is gonna cost me, okay? So it's 10,000 to run my business, I'm gonna sell and set my sales goal for 20. So I have 20,000, I make that sales goal. My inventory is at a 50% margin, which means I buy it for five, sell it for 10, or buy it for 10, sell it for 20. I just mark it up double, right? So 20,000 in sales, cost me 10,000 in inventory, then I have $10,000 left, that's what it costs to run my business. Now I'm at zero, this is my break even. How do I break that down when it comes to inventory? Well, I don't wanna run my business at a break even. And I know you guys don't wanna run your business at a break even. Break even is the first step if you're currently running at a deficit, right? If you're running in the red, we need to get you to a break even first. But our ultimate goal is to make a profit. So breaking our inventory down, we start to look at our margins. So I can't buy this shirt for five and sell it for 10. I need to buy this shirt for five and sell it for 15. I need to buy this shirt for five and sell it for 12. I need to buy this shirt for 10 and sell it for 32, right? So breaking that inventory down, we first look at what our sales goal is based off of our break even, and then what that sales goal tells us we need to make a purchase or purchase an inventory in order to make that goal, and then breaking that down into each individual piece. That means my margin needs to be XYZ in order to make money at the end of the day and start to realize that extra cash in my account. How does my inventory account affect my bank account? Such a good question. Margin. Margin is all the difference. So if you're finding yourself constantly cash poor, not being able to pay yourself, not being able to reinvest and buy back enough inventory, most likely you are not managing your inventory well. In other words, you are not purchasing it correctly. You don't have enough margin, okay? All right, let's flip the page here to mind-blowing thought number three. We're gonna talk just a teeny tiny bit about profit first, okay? So we're gonna wrap in the cash. So we talked about sales goals, 
We talked about inventory and we talked about, or now we're talking about our cash. Okay, so let's um, just halt for a minute. Let's kind of reset our mind and let's go to the, the cash side of things. So we talked about setting goals and what it costs to operate our business and needing to know that. We kind of talked about inventory and you're like, oh my goodness, this is so much information. Like I've never thought about this before. That's where my problem is. I want you to just stop, take a breath. We're gonna move a little bit over here to the right and we're gonna talk for a moment about cash, okay? So there's a law called Parkinson's Law which tells us whatever's in front of us, we're going to consume. If you give me a big, beautiful plate of cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory, most likely I'm gonna eat the whole piece, okay? If I wanna consume less cheesecake, I need a smaller plate. Okay, so instead of giving me this big plate that fits this massive piece of cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory, which I love by the way, um, and I wanna eat less cheesecake, I need to have a smaller plate that only fits a fraction of that piece of cheesecake. It's, there's another illustration that um, Mike, the author of Profit First, talks about in his book, and this is an illustration of the toothpaste, okay? So we have our toothpaste, and when we first get our, our tube of toothpaste, we squeeze it out, and oh my goodness, it fell into the sink, no worries, we wash it down, we squeeze some more, right? We're really liberal with the toothpaste because our tube is full. As that tube becomes more and more and more empty, we squeeze every little bit out of it. And it's so funny to see that we can end up with this tube of toothpaste that had literally like, there's nothing left in there. And we can still squeeze a tiny, teeny bit out. So the smaller the plate, the smaller amount, the less we're gonna consume. When we have everything in front of us, we're gonna use it all up. The same thing follows suit with our cash, okay? If we wanna use up less cash, we need to have smaller plates to start with. So remember when we um, asked the question at the beginning of our masterclass about um, if you're running your business from your bank account, if you're you know dialing in, calling your banker, or looking online, or looking at your phone to see how much cash you have, what happens when you see that you have a lot of cash in your account? I'd love for you guys to throw that in the comments and tell me. Let's say it's a Tuesday, because we all know that most of our weekend deposits don't land on a Monday. Most of them land on Monday or Tuesday, okay? I was in retail, I know. I was always waiting for Tuesday when all the money would drop into the account from weekend sales. Okay, so let's say it's Tuesday morning. We dial in, we had a phenomenal week, and we have a ton of cash in our account. What do most of us do? What do you guys do? Drop it in the comments and let me know what's the first thing you do when you're like, <sighs> yes, I finally have cash in my account. What do we do? We spend it, okay? We go crazy. I can hire this person. I can do this. I can go treat myself. I deserve it, right? I can go buy a bunch of inventory. But because we haven't set our goal and because we don't understand our true break even and because we haven't broken down our inventory to understand what our margin needs to be, in order to run at a profit, we spend all that cash because our plate is big. Whatever's in front of us, we're gonna spend. Now, Parkinson's Law is not something I made up or Mike Michalowicz from Profit First made up. This is an old law. In fact, if you Google this one, Parkinson's Law, you will see that it applies to so many things in our life. Whatever's in front of us, we're naturally going to want to consume. So to consume less of it, we need to have less in front of it, in front of us. And that's how the cash and inventory money makeover all come together. So we know that we need a sales goal, okay? Because the sales goal tells us how much inventory to buy. Don't buy too much, don't buy not enough, 
you won't be able to make your goal, or you're going to be cash poor, right? Then we understand our inventory. What is the cost of the inventory versus what am I selling it for? Breaking it down, does it give me enough margin to cover my break even and to create profit? Then we move over to the cash portion or the profit first concept of smaller plates. And what we do is we create an account just for our inventory. Why do we do this? First of all, it's just really good practice and it helps discipline and set some guardrails in place. So not only with your buying budget, which is our formula, our open to buy formula, but now an account set up just for inventory dollars, we have two ways to measure and track how much cash should go to inventory and how much cash is left over to pay our bills and to ultimately pay us, okay? So Parkinson's law tells us that we will eat what is on our plate. We will spend all of the money in our account, so what if we made our plate just a little bit smaller or our cash account just a little bit smaller, which means we set up a separate account just for inventory dollars. First account is an inventory account. So if you work with me and we talk about and follow profit first, the first account that I have you set up is your inventory account. This is your money makeover tip. This is going to be the guardrail to ensure that you're making over the way that you manage your cash and you manage your money and you do it from your inventory. This ensures that we always have enough cash for our inventory and as we watch our margin, we begin to find some money for our paycheck, okay? So it all wraps together. As we watch our margin, we begin to find money for our paycheck. So let's go back and kind of move our way through again. We have our sales goal. We cannot have a money makeover. We cannot manage our inventory if we don't have a goal set in place. And how do we come up with that sales goal so that we don't feel like phonies, we don't feel like frauds, and so that we actually follow through on that sales goal? We base it off of our break even. Okay, our break even is what it costs to actually run our business where we're gonna make enough to cover all of our expenses and be left with zero at the end of the day. And we don't wanna just stop there. We don't wanna just stop with that break even. So then we move into the way that we manage our inventory. We look at what we're buying it for, what we're selling it for, and we decide on a margin that's gonna give us enough flush cash, enough extra cash, right? in order to not only pay all our bills, but ultimately pay ourselves. And then what we have, once we've come up with what that margin looks like and what our sales goals need to be, we can set up an inventory account where we now move our cash from our big bank account when it all drops in from our sales over the weekend or the week or the month, and we move just the inventory dollars over to our inventory account so that what's left at the end of the day, we can truly see what is just cash and is not going to go into inventory and then with that cash, we can start to um, put together a way to pay ourselves. Okay, so remember I talked about the fact that it's different, um, that there's much a big difference between making a plan and actually executing on that plan. And I gave the illustration of setting the alarm. Let's go a step further with exercise, okay? Because most often we set our alarms to do one of two things, either get up and exercise or get up and take care of ourselves through like some devotion time or meditation time or quiet time in the morning, right? That's most often why we get on this like, I'm going to set this alarm and I'm going to make it happen. I know that I need to exercise. I know I need to work out or I know I need 15 minutes before the chaos in my heart in my house starts. I know I need it. I'm going to create a plan. That's where you guys are now. You know you need this. You have 
the pain. That's why you showed up for masterclass. You know you need to pay yourselves. You know you need to understand how to manage your inventory. And you absolutely know that you need to make a plan. And that's why you've been feverishly taking notes, right? Now, when we set that plan and we set the alarm at 6 a.m., we're super confident that it's going to happen in the morning. And can I tell you why? Because it's really easy to create a plan when you're comfortable. Okay, I want you to write this down. When I learned this, it was like mind-blowing. Massive moment for me. And everything began to click. It is so easy to create a plan when we're comfortable. It is very easy to set the alarm for 6 a.m. when we go to bed and we crawl into our cozy sheets and we're looking forward to the rest and we have this amazing ambition that we're gonna get up and we're gonna start. It's really easy to watch someone on television competing in the amazing race. I love that show. I think I would be good at it. I want to, I need to apply and you know, who knows if they'd ever take me, but I have a couple girlfriends in mind that I think that oh, I think we could, we could win this, right? It's easy for me to sit on my couch and watch the amazing race and be like, I could do that. I can climb that mountain. I could run all day. I could live without food for a day while I'm, you know, scouring for the treasure or whatever the task at hand. It's easy to set the plan when we're comfortable because our mind is telling us, yeah, you can do whatever you want. You're feeling super comfortable right now. You know, this is super exciting. You have the tools in front of you. When it becomes hard is when pain sets in. When that alarm goes off at 6 a.m. and it's raining and I didn't get a good night's sleep because my kids were up all night or my dog was barking or I just kept waking up and it's 6 a.m. and it's dark and it's cold, it is very difficult for me to execute. Planning and executing are two completely different things. And that's why what I'm gonna offer you next is even more valuable than what we just went over. I want to offer you an invitation to work with me. Let's take your plan and let's actually execute it on, or execute on it. Okay, so what matters? Why does it matter? You need to execute on your inventory. If we don't get your inventory under control, you will find yourself in the exact same place next year, next month, next quarter, or tomorrow that you're at today. The pain's not gonna go away. You're gonna have ebbs and flows. You're gonna do an amazing sale. You're gonna do an awesome event and people are gonna come in. You're gonna be like, oh, I can do this. I've got this. I've got a lot of cash in my account. You're gonna have a pop-up. It's gonna go great. But then you're gonna find yourself back in the same spot. 10 years later, I never paid myself. Believe me, <laughs> I've been there and done that. I worked for years without a paycheck because making a plan and actually executing on it are two completely different things. So we need to execute on your inventory. We need to execute on your cash. You've got to get your cash account set up. You've got to set them up correctly. We need to make a plan for how much you're going to pay yourself and when you're going to start. And then we need to execute on that. We need to get up in the morning when it's super uncomfortable and the rah-rah of masterclass is over and we need to have that accountability and that community to make sure you do it. And then ultimately we need to execute on getting you out of debt if that's a goal that you have. Now again, debt might not be a bad thing. In fact, I don't, you know, I don't say like you should never have debt, but if debt is what is overwhelming you, if debt is what is freaking you out, frazzling you, con you know, constantly causing this overwhelm and it's your plan to get out of debt, we have to have a plan and execute on that or you will keep digging yourself a bigger and bigger whole. Thank you guys so much for joining me as always. It is a pleasure. I love working with you.
Hey friend, how are you feeling about your bookkeeping? Confused, unsure of where to start, maybe completely overwhelmed? I want to tell you that you are not alone. And that's why I'm so excited about Harquin Bookkeeping. Harquin Bookkeeping specializes in boutique bookkeeping and it's really affordable. That's why I want you to go and check them out. Go to boutiquebookkeeping.co forward slash boutique workshop. That's boutiquebookkeeping.co forward slash boutique workshop. Jump on the phone with one of their experts. They'll talk to you about your boutique, what your needs are, and give you a quote. Go to boutiquebookkeeping.co forward slash boutique workshop. Hey, thanks again for joining me today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. Remember, that podcast was first recorded live over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that group yet, I want to give you a warm invitation to come on over and join us in the Boutique Collective. You'll find the link for that Facebook group along with all other information or links that I shared during this podcast in the show notes. And can I ask you for one more small favor? Before you're done here today, would you be willing to share this podcast with another boutique owner that could use the information or support? And even better yet, if you loved what you heard, would you be willing to give us an awesome rating or review? That really helps spread the word as we grow the boutique workshop and bring information, support, and community to boutique owners around the country. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.